Doing a true self-assessment is incredibly uncomfortable, and for that reason, many people avoid it. To the Morph Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Justin Wright, and I am actually flying solo this week. So I'm going to keep things short, sweet, and to the point. But before we dive in today, I'd like to thank our title sponsor, Nova 3 Labs. If you use the discount code PODCAST15, that's the number 15, at Nova3Labs.com, you can save yourself some cash on some of the best performance supplements on the market, ranging from adrenal support to help with sleep to post-workout recovery, any of that stuff they have you covered. And so this week is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It's something that I coach to a lot of the teams and organizations I work with, but we're going to be talking specifically about core values and aligning our actions with those values. And one of the things that I find happens a lot with individuals, with teams, large and small, is we all have these things that we want that innately we believe are important to us deep down inside. And these are what we'll define as our core values. And we'll talk about how to create this list. But most of us, once we have that list, or even if we haven't formally done this exercise, we, we have some type of gut instinct as far as what's important to us, the things that matter. Maybe it's a character trait such as honesty or loyalty, integrity. You know, Maybe you want to go through every action in life with integrity and you want to make sure that you hold that high standard for yourself. Maybe loyalty to friends and family is incredibly important to you. Maybe you're driven by impact, meaning that you want to have an impact on the world in some way. You want to create some ripple effect with the actions you're taking. So all of these things are key values, and they're incredibly important when it comes to guiding our actions and our thoughts moving forward. But what I find often happens, even if individuals or teams or organizations have clearly defined values or things that they agree on as being mutually important, it can be difficult to act in accordance with those values as time goes on. So unless you're constantly looking back and reflecting on the values that you've created for yourself, unless you're actually looking at that list and pouring it over on a regular basis, what I find happens is we start to get this white noise that develops that distorts this signal between the things we want or the things that matter to us and the result that we get. And so this distortion tends to grow over time. And what eventually happens is the way that we act is often at ends with our values. And when we actually take a step back to assess our actions and analyze our actions, it becomes very obvious that what we're doing is not fulfilling those things that are important to us. And so we'll start by talking about how to actually define your values and and create this list. And then we'll talk about some of these distortions that can happen over time. So the first thing when it comes to creating values that's important to do is I like to tell people to pick some role model or someone, whether it's an individual you've actually met in person and has directly affected your life, or even if it's just someone you're aware of, someone in the popular eye, someone who you respect, they can be alive or dead. It doesn't need to be somebody who you're currently interacting with, but it helps to have some blueprint. 
or some schematic to follow. So find that individual and try to pick out the traits that make you respect and admire that individual. So what is it about this person? What qualities do they possess? What actions do they take? What thoughts do they have that positively influence you and actually drive you to be attracted to that individual on this basis, right? What is it about them that you appreciate? And so oftentimes these are the traits or the values or the characteristics that we ourselves want to have. And the reason that we admire these people is because we see how they act, how they behave, who they are as individuals, and we admire that and we try to emulate that. And so that's a really good place to start. So try to pick out the qualities they have, find the things that they do or they've said or been involved in that you find important and meaningful and and start to model your list after those traits, right? So maybe they're an extremely honest person, maybe they're hardworking, maybe they're committed to their cause, maybe they're creative and they're, you know, creating something of value and start to write those things out. And then I want you to just reflect on any other positive influences you've had in your life. What other things have driven you to be better or accomplish more? What events or happenings or chance encounters have left a positive impression on you? And try to pull values out of those situations. So maybe you had a mentor who imparted uh, an important lesson about integrity and honesty on you. And so that's something that's in the forefront of your mind. But start to pick out these things. And when, when you're defining your values or you're writing out this list of characteristics that are, that are important to you, you need to keep in mind that this should be simple. One word, two words. Try not to create sentences. Try not to write out too much. We want something that summarizes and encapsulates that value that we're trying to possess for ourselves. And so as you go through this exercise, you're, gonna, you're now going to build out this list of things that are, or attributes that you wish to possess. And so this is an important list to, to look at and to guide our actions moving forward. But equally important is the other part of this exercise is I want you to create a list of values you want to avoid. What are things you don't want to possess, whether it's anxiety or worry or micromanaging or you know being argumentative or having anger or frustration with other people. Think about those qualities, and these may be things that you currently possess, or they may be things that if we go back to our original example, maybe there's someone in your life you've encountered who've, who's left a tremendously negative impact on you, and there are traits that that person has or possesses that you want to avoid having yourself. So now we're building out a list of, of values we want to avoid having or uh, values that we want to steer ourselves away from. And so now what we have with these two lists is we essentially have a guideline for the type of person we want to become. We have a list of things we want to accomplish and ways in which we want to act. And we now have a list of ways that we want to avoid acting, behaviors that we want to avoid uh, having or, or we want to, things that we want to avoid doing in our interactions with other people. And so with these two lists, we can now start to guide our actions. And, and this is really the hardest part of the process because it requires us to actually look in the mirror and provide an honest assessment of ourselves. And assessing ourselves honestly, truly honestly, actually looking at our behavior and picking it apart and diving into it deeply, doing a true self-assessment is incredibly uncomfortable. And for that reason, many people avoid it. But it's also one of the most beneficial and powerful things that we can do. 
I want you to look at the way you're acting on a day-to-day basis. Just a typical day. It doesn't need to be a standout day. Look at your repetitive actions. Look at the things that you're doing just on a standard day of the week. And try to look at those actions in terms of your value lists. How many of those actions are in line with the values you wish to possess? Are you truly doing things that are in line with those values? Or are you exhibiting some of those negative values you want to avoid? Because what I find or what I found was the case with myself is I wanted to act with kindness and compassion and I wanted to have an impact. I wanted to impact people in a positive way. And that's a big part of why I do what I do career-wise today. And that's why I originally got into coaching in the first place is I wanted to have an impact on others. I wanted to be able to help others and I wanted to do it from a place of compassion. I also found when I analyzed my day-to-day that I was acting out of frustration and anger quite often. I was letting small actions of other people elevate my blood pressure, drive me to be frustrated and annoyed and aggravated. And a lot of times I was losing sight of the positives that were in my life and I was losing sight of the core mission of why it is that I was going down this path, why I was choosing to do what I do for a career, why I was choosing to work with people. And when I sat down and looked at my lists of values and I looked at my actions, I realized that I had been steering myself towards that negative value list and I hadn't been thinking hard enough or often enough about the positive values I wish to possess. And so now when I find myself in those situations where maybe I'm starting to get a little frustrated, I know that in the back of my mind, that's on my negative values list. I want to avoid those feelings. And so I try to replace those with positive feelings. I try to go back towards that compassion, that helping others. And I say, okay, what can I do right now, now that I'm feeling these frustrations, what can I do right now that will show compassion for others or show kindness to other people? And so when I feel those negative emotions or those negative values popping up, I intentionally go out of my way to do something kind or do something that shows compassion for someone else or something that helps someone else. And that allows me to change my headspace and change my mindset away from the negative and towards the positive. And it boils down to just simply looking at those value lists on a regular basis and actually thinking about how my actions align with those values. And so this is a constant process. This is not something that's done and complete. It's you know the same reason that we have to bring our cars to the uh, to the mechanic every once in a while to get things tuned up and looked at we have to maintain our mindset in the same way and so these are activities that every once in a while need to be repeated maybe your list of values will change as your life experience changes so for example if you recently got married or had a child that's going to change what's important to you and that's going to change your perspective in a lot of ways and so it's important to revisit these lists on a fairly regular basis. And more importantly, you should be looking at these lists every single day. You should be trying to consciously think about every day how you can align your actions with those value lists that you have created for yourself. And if you're looking at them on a regular basis, especially if you're looking at the things you want to avoid doing on a regular basis, it's a constant reminder for you to fine-tune your actions, to realign yourself with the person you ultimately wish to be. And if you don't do this often enough, if you aren't looking at these lists, if you aren't actively checking these things and actively assessing your own actions and reflecting on your, your own actions and on who you are, 
then it's very difficult to stay the course and it's very easy for that white noise that pops up every day in life to steer you in a different direction. And so if you're doing this exercise for the first time, and I highly encourage you to do it, when you're creating those lists and you're actually reflecting on whether or not you're acting in line with them, I think you'll surprise yourself and shock yourself initially that you may be very off course from where you want to be. But the good news is all of these calibrations, all of these things, you can do them every day. You can do them every week, every month, every year. And over time, you're going to get closer and more in line with that ultimate vision of yourself, with that person you want to become. So take some time this week, write out your list of values, write out the things that you want to do, that you want the the type of characteristics you want to have, the, the things that you want to become or the type of person you want to become, create that positive value list. And at the same time, draft out that negative value list. What are the things that you want to avoid doing? What are the characteristics you want to avoid having? And as I mentioned, it can help if you have a vision of someone in your mind who you want to emulate and someone you want to avoid. And if you can use those as starting points, it makes it a little easier to build out the rest of your lists. So if you have questions or you need help doing this exercise, if you have any uh, major revelations when you go through it, if you realize that your actions are not in line with your values and you need help correcting course or changing, please feel free to reach out to me and discuss this a little bit more in depth uh, if you've listened to this episode and it it finds that message resonates with you and you want to discuss it further. You can find me on Instagram at trainedright. You can email me justin at trainedright.com. And as I mentioned this week, you guys just get me flying solo. But thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any additional questions, feel free to contact me. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, we greatly appreciate you listening to the Morph Your Mind podcast.